Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. But this subject matter I'm bringing to you is the gods have come down to us. The gods have come down to us. One of the greatest misfortunes in the world is to have people who are walking about in the world, but they don't know who they are. The Bible said the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth the manifestation of the sons of God. The earnest expectation of the creature waiteth the manifestation of the sons of God. When the sons of God walk upon the face of the earth and they don't know who they are, children of God are in our families, they don't know who they are. Children of God are in our nations, they don't know who they are. Children of God are even sitting in our churches, they don't know who they are. Pastors who don't know who they are. Men of God who don't know who they are. Choir members who don't know who they are. Prayer warriors who don't know who they are. It's very dangerous when God's people that he has left on earth don't know who they are. And that is why the fellowship to partnership is so important. Spot on, spot on song, spot on song for the title of today. Barnabas and Paul were so anointed. They were so anointed. The power of the Holy Ghost came upon them and they exploded. Those men exploded so much that anywhere they went, there was chaos. I'm talking about spiritual chaos. One day they found themselves in a place called Lystra. And the people of Lystra referred to Barnabas as Jupiter. And concerning Paul, they said, this man is mercurious. Story is that they went there, and when they went into Lystra, there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who had never walked. Many of us are in communities where there are people who have never walked. And when we talk about somebody who has never walked, you see, he said the man was impotent, and then that means the man was paralyzed in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb who never had walked. But I needed to stay here because when he says the man was impotent, and it goes on to add in his feet, it means some people are impotent in their mind, some are impotent. In their pocket some are impotent in their creativity some are impotent in their finances some are impotent in development some are impotent in their creativity everybody can trace in every community a certain kind of importance that the people have Paul and Barnabas went and they cured impotence I pray in the name of Jesus, the anointing of God upon you. Any form of importance in your community, I pray that God will use you to cure it. The climax is this, that wherever you go, you will cure important people. Somebody who is crippled from birth. In other words, if somebody has a curse from childhood, you will break the curse. 
you are going back to give to people something they've never had from the time they were born from the time they were born if they couldn't see they would see if they couldn't hear they would hear if they've never been prosperous they'll be prosperous if they've never had a breakthrough in life they will get the breakthrough in life i declare you the cure of impotence i declare you the cure of impotence in the name of jesus now can you imagine you walk into town and you erected a signboard healer of impotence never mind the cripple people will flood the place because everybody wants to function they want to walk they want to work they want to do things they want to prosper they want to break through and you are telling people i am here to make you have what you've never had before i'm here to make you do what you've never done before i pray in the name of jesus and when i look at our ministries that God has given to us. These ministries are transformational ministries where you are believing God that people would do what they've never done from their childhood, whom had never walked. Then the verse number nine says, the same heard Paul speak. <laughs> I like that. Somebody's hearing not Paul, but each would speak. The same heard Paul speak. So the same is hearing me speak. The same heard Paul speak. And Paul steadfastly looking at the man and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. Now this man is a very unique man because somebody who has never walked from his childhood. He was born a cripple. A preacher is preaching and I don't think Paul was talking about the healing ministry and that I've come here with power to let you walk. Maybe Paul was just preaching his normal gospel. And the man said, you know what? I'm looking at what this man is preaching. This is good news to me. I'm going to walk. Paul looked at the face of the man. And the face of the man lit with some glorious light. Paul looked at the man. He said, this man has got faith to be healed. Verse 10. He said with a loud voice. Sometimes when we say with a loud voice, you should allow it. He said with a loud voice. Stand upright on your feet. I like that. And he leaped and walked. Anybody who shouted, something in you is leaping and walking. Something inside you is leaping and walking. He said, stand upright on that feet. I command your finances to stand upright. I command your marriage to stand upright. I command your education and life to stand upright. Any part of your life which has never worked since you were born, I command it to begin to work. I command it to begin to advance. I command it to begin to go forward. If you can shout, that blessing is on you. In the name of Jesus. Right now, something that has never happened is happening. I dedicate tonight's atmosphere to things that have never happened since you were born that something that has never happened since you were born is about to happen today the loudest shout is bringing that miracle the loudest shout is bringing that breakthrough i command wombs to open i command blind eyes to see i command cripples to walk 
I command the dead to rise in the name of Jesus by the Spirit of God, 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 by the Spirit of God. Listen, this is New Testament Christianity. In the Old Testament, if you were born, you were crippled, they would just say it's a curse. Nobody will do anything about you. Pastor John, Pastor Eric, this my celebrated theologians today i was trying to remember whether in the old testament somebody was a cripple and walked but see in the old testament if you were born in a certain state chances are that you remain in that state forever the the part of the bible where i see people born in a certain state and the thing is changed is the new testament because if any man is in christ he's a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new the man leaped and the man walked and when the people saw that when they saw what paul had done they lifted up their voices saying in the speech of laoconia and the laoconia is a kind of a corrupted greek kind of speaking they said in their own language the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men and they called Barnabas Jupiter. And Paul, they called him Mercurius because he was the chief speaker. Verse 13. And the chief priest of Jupiter, which was before their city, brought oxen and gallons onto the gates and would have done sacrifice with the people. That shows you that, look, it's not just a title they were conferring on them. They really believed that their gods, Jupiter, and Mercurius have appeared. And when they tried to make the sacrifice, we joined the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, head off. They ran their clothes and they ran in among the people, crying out, saying, Says, why do you these things? We also are men of like passion with you, and we preach unto you that you should turn from these vanities unto the living God, which made heaven and earth and the sea and all the things that are therein. So now people, then he began to preach the gospel to them. But the Bible said, when the people saw what Paul did, they concluded Paul was a God. When they saw what Barnabas did, they said this must be a God. The reason I gave what I'm giving, what I'm preaching to this title, the gods are come down to us, is that you, after today, the anointing that is coming upon you, will let people get confused. Is this woman an angel or a human being? Is this man an angel or a human being? Is this a god or something? Is that what what kind of person is this? I declare upon your life, you are going to your family for a revolution. You are going to your village for a revolution. You are going somewhere and you are going to precipitate something that has never been in that area. And they will look at you and they will go, What? What? When they saw what Paul had done, when they saw what Paul had done, when they saw what Paul had done, 
it didn't say and when they saw what god had done they said when they saw what paul had done you know i i like this particular song because it said that god in partnership with us the truth is that god is constantly working but his people are not working when jesus came to the earth he said my father worketh it too and i work he said i do the things that i see my father do when he saw when they saw what paul had done they lifted up their voices saying in the speech of lycaonia the gods are come down to us listen to me people are about to get confused about you the gods have come down to us the gods have come down to us the gods have come down to us the works the working of miracles made the people regard paul and barnabas as gods they healed a man who was born a cripple <laughs> remember the story in the book of second kings when the bible said that naaman the leper was a leper in syria and the king of syria wrote a letter to the king of israel and said i'm sending you my army general this man is a strong man he's a robust man but he has a sickness and the sickness is leprosy and i want you to cure the sickness for him the bible said they brought the letter and they gave it to the king of israel and the king of israel get angry or got angry the bible said and it came to pass when the king of israel had read the letter that he rent his clothes he tore his clothes and said am i god Come on, lift up your hand and shout, am I God? Come on, shout it. Shout it. Shout it. Shout again. Yeah. This is the nonsense we all speak. So come and shout it, am I God? Now look at your neighbor and say, nonsense. Am I God? Uh, uh, uh. Man of God. You know, sometimes these prophets, they will say, yes they are backsliding they are blaspheming how can a man do something for another man have you heard that thing before but have you heard the prophets authoritatively declare that when you come here i will do this for you and we those who are supposedly theologically sound we are so sound that we don't have a sound <laughs> listen you can be so balanced that you don't have a net effect i'm speaking science you can be so balanced you don't have a net effect okay then they say oh he should have added that to the glory of god in the name of jesus the man should have said by the grace of god and by the kind curses of jesus christ and by the grace of god we are nothing but you come and we are nothing but we will see what he will do if you are nothing if they multiply nothing by one million is zero you know what the power of god the power of god is being spilled on the earth without any effect because the children of god have said they are nothing today i turn your nothingness into something i turn your nothingness into something now watch this 
We have this treasure, not in nothing, but we have this treasure in 18 vessels. The next time you say you are nothing, an angel will slap you. And sometimes when we are doing nothing with the power of God, we specialize in criticizing the people who want to do something with the power of God. If you don't want to do anything with the power of God, stop criticizing people. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. Am I God? Am I God? He rent his clothes. He said, Am I God to kill and to make a life? This man doth sent unto me. That this man doth sent unto me to recover a man of his leprosy. Then he said in Hausa language, Kuduba. Duba ke? Duba sam? Duba. In Abidafada. The man is tempting me so that he will come and attack me. Otherwise, how can you tell somebody to kill leprosy? Am I God? He tore his clothes. But I thank God, apart from the clothes terrace on earth, there are the miracle workers. Today I declare you. You are not a clothes terror. You are a miracle worker. I suppose somebody still is not understanding where I'm going. Somebody still cannot imagine where I'm going. But if you can attempt a shout, you will be getting to that place. Look! This man is trying to get me into trouble and fight me am i god look at how he's seeking a quarrel against me but verse number eight and it was so when elisha the man of god <laughs> ah, Jesus. some people are busy shouting they are no god they are no god they are no god your name is Elisha, the man of God. Your name is Elishi, the woman of God. When he heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, he sent a message to the king saying, Wherefore did, wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Why did you tear your clothes? King of Israel, why should you turn and tear down your clothes? A priest of Israel cannot tear down your clothes. A king of Israel cannot tear your clothes. A prophet of Israel cannot tear your clothes. As the king of Israel, you should have known Madagadabagadabaga. When the maid spoke to the king of Syria, the maid did not talk about... The maid, wifey, who can say, maid, you know, one booking in the The maid said, There is a prophet in Israel. So, king, write a letter to the king for the purposes of diplomacy. 
And I'm sure that letter stated that, King, I salute you. I understand that you have a leprosy curer within your jurisdiction. Can you let him help the army general? And sometimes envy, jealousy. They are persecuting the prophet. They don't want the prophet to have any credit. So he will not even tell the credit about it. Because this man knew he would not even tell the prophet about it. Because I'm sure that the king knew the prophet could do something about the situation. But he wouldn't even mention it to the prophet. And it was not the king who went and told the prophet. It was some people that went and told the prophet. So he sent the king a message and he said, King, you were supposed to be the king. Who is the conduit for the flow of the connection between me and the leper? It was not for you to do anything about it. It was just to give me information. But since there is no king in Israel, because the king in Israel is supposed to make sure things happen in Israel, we have an opportunity where the army general of the Syrians is coming to ask for healing. That means from now we shall begin to have some leverage as far as our war with the Syrians is concerned. And God wanted to use this modus operandi. And King, you drank your appetite, drank your wine, drank your alcohol, drank your something, and your thinking is so disoriented. You don't even understand that Israel is the land of power, that Israel is the land of glory, that Israel is the land of Elohim, and Israel is the land of Jehovah, and Israel is the land of the power of God, Israel is the land of manifestation. You have just forgotten that. He said, Wherefore did you tear your clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. I pray there's a prophet in your house, I pray there's a prophet in your country. I pray that there's a prophet in your business. I pray that there's a prophet on your land. I tell you, Kumasi, there is a prophet in Kumasi, Accra. There is a prophet in Accra. Why? There is a prophet in Why? Koforidia, there's a prophet in Koforidia. Bogatanga, there's a prophet in Bogatanga. I want to say to somebody right now, in Obuasi, there's a prophet in Obuasi. I want to say to somebody, there's a prophet in Takurali. There's a prophet in Cape Coast. There is a prophet in Sunyani. There is a prophet in Tumu. There is a prophet in Laura. There is a prophet in Nandam. There is a prophet in Tamale. There is a prophet. There is a prophet in Gambaga. There is a prophet. There is a prophet in Koforidia. There is a prophet in your house. There is a prophet in your business. There is a prophet in London. There is a prophet in America. May you become the prophet of your people. Come on, shout yes and praise him. There is a prophet. Send it! Send it! And he will know that if there is no king in Israel, there is a prophet in Israel. You know, sometimes the people who can do nothing about the situation, they are the ones who criticize most. They can't contribute a dime, they can't contribute energy, they can't contribute wisdom, they cannot contribute grace for transformation and for impact. The king can do nothing. The man of God is saying, King, you are supposed to do something. But since you have retired and resigned your position, send a man to me. You have abdicated your throne. Send him to me. Send him to me. Listen. 
What the politician cannot do, you can do. What the educationist cannot do, you can do. What the doctor cannot do, you can do. What the lawyer cannot do, you can do. What the farmer cannot do, you can do. What the registered philanthropist cannot do, you can do. If you can shout like you are crazy, something is... That cripple was born crippled. He was born crippled. His mother who brought him into the world could not do anything about the crippled condition. Some of the people God will send you to help. Their mothers gave birth to them like that. Their fathers gave birth to them like that. The land gave birth to them like that. They came into existence like that. Huh? That is how they were born. That is how they think. That is the way they behave. That is the way they act. They can walk. The person is a cripple. He drags himself on the floor. Drags himself on the floor. But God brought you for the change. And he said in the beginning, <laughs> God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. I see somebody moving upon the face of your land. I see the anointing of God upon your life working at work. I see you bringing healing. I see you bringing deliverance. And you are saying, this is the way your father gave birth to you. This is the way your ancestors brought you in. But I came to cure the ancestral curse. I came to break that thing. The yoke in which you were born. The yoke that was upon you since you were born. I came to break the yoke and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Come on, shout like thunder. Bring him to me and you will know that there is a prophet in the land of Israel. Listen to me. When they see your works, they will change their mind. So here is Paul. And the Bible said the man healed the cripple. He healed the cripple. And when he healed the cripple and they saw his work, my Bible said, a wonder. They began to wonder. When you work some kinds of works, people wonder. I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus that from today, your works will produce a wonder. I said your works will cause people to wonder. Your works will cause people to wonder. I salute you today. Because your status has changed. From today you will do no ordinary things. From today you will do no simple things. But from today you will do wonders. And you will work signs. And because of the things you work. I see many people begin to wonder. Your family will wonder. Your tribe will wonder. The people of your land will wonder. As you are shouting right now. I see them in amazement. In perplexity. Because of who you are. Now. That word to wonder means a feeling of amazement and admiration caused by something beautiful remarkable and unfamiliar that you would do something beautiful you would do something remarkable you would do something unfamiliar 
and that beautiful and remarkable and unfamiliar thing you do will generate amazement and admiration and that amazement and admiration is what we call wonder i see people wonder he said isaiah said and i and the sons whom you've given to me we are for signs and we are for wonders we will make people wonder we will make people amazed we will make people surprised we will make people open their mouth and go ha ah. and i prophesy upon you desert pastures and fountain gate chapel and eam and kia and the body of christ that the time of our manifestation is coming and now is that time of the manifestation people are going to open their mouths in amazement they are going to open their mouths in wonder come on clap your hands and scream like i'm talking to you wonder when the omnipotent holy ghost descends on people they possess supernatural power that makes observers mistakenly regard them as gods the power will be so great they will mistakenly think you are a god i know when i say you are a god like that you feel offended some of you your chair almost feels like breaking but don't worry we'll get there you are alive you don't even think you are close to anything like a god if ancestors are gods you and i are super i'm not talking about i'm not talking about god with a big g if they are gods we are super gods listen if people are worshiping your your, your ancestor as a god in your house you that are alive who produce the daily bread what are you it's your millet they give to the god so you are a super god <laughs> i know your clapping is um let me be careful let's i blaspheme I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.